I got some really interesting words to do today. All right. Sounds like a plan, it's Stan. It's going to be super scientific. I hope you're ready. Oh, you know I love scientists. Scientistics. <laughs> you made up another word. <laughs> Statistics and science. All right. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. Start it. Ready, Freddy. You messed up my cue for music. Ready, Freddy. Start it. Hello and welcome to Explicitly Us. Whether you're young, old, single or married, this podcast is for you. Light-hearted, family-friendly and full of laughs. It is guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So get on the treadmill or get another slice of cake, but just get ready because here they are. Live at the time of this recording, all the way from Table 19, your Pizzas Ready studio, here are your hosts, Andy and Trista. Whatever you want to do, you can just edit it. Pretty much. Change it. I have the magic button. How you doing? I'm okay. Are you ready for the final, final Christmas? We've been Christmasing for a while now. I am done. My, um, yeah, I'm done with Christmas and it's not even here. No, I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. We are on part six. Of our Christmas podcast? Technically, they're not in parts. I don't want people to think it's, it's like part, part, you know, like, well, it's not parts. It's 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 how I have. Um, it's our marriage. It's a long conversation we're it's having. It's how I have labeled it here in my notes. Oh, okay. Because they're not like. Because long. we were going to do like a Christmas podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I had like all of these notes. How can you do one Christmas And then podcast? it kept getting like, oh, there's more things for next week. Oh, oh yeah. there's more things for next week. Can you not talk about Christmas all year long? Apparently we could. I feel like we it's can. It's getting that. It's getting there. Have I told you how much I like Christmas? Yeah. I think <laughs> you have. Love it. I love Christmas. It's been so fun. The other day we had a homeschool Christmas party at the house. And last week I mentioned on the podcast something about an orange. I honestly don't even remember like exactly what I said, but maybe that I'd be happy to receive an orange. I don't know that it was last week. Was it a couple weeks ago? I think it was maybe back at the beginning of all of this Christmas talk. Back when people would just give an orange and that was a good gift. I don't know. And I probably said something about wanting an orange or being happy with an orange. And it was a true statement. And somebody listening to the podcast gave me an orange. But they wrapped it, which was cool. But it when when I unwrapped it, it was cold. They had put it in the refrigerator. It was amazing. It was a really good orange. And it was a great gift, honestly. And you didn't share any with me. I did not share any. You were right there. I shared none. No. Didn't offer it. Nothing. I'm going to be honest with you. Top five best Christmas gifts I've ever received. Top five. I'm not even joking. Because I know the guy's going to listen to this. I say the guy, he's a young man, young young kid, but in all honesty, really good gift, really good gift. Um, so, Trista, you want to open up the mailbag? Okay. Guess what? We got a response to our question last week. Speedy delivery. Speedy delivery. 
So here's what we're going to do. When I say, do you want to open up the mailbag? You say, speedy delivery. All right. Okay. Let's practice. Trista, do you want to open up the mailbag? Speedy delivery. Perfect. I mean. Thank you. We could take that on the road. Just do that. That could be the whole show. Oh, I closed the mail. All right. So we got a response to it. And there's probably some people out there that remembered the name of this person. Mr. McFeely. Mr. McFeely. We're talking Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Neighborhood. And we asked last week, what was the name of the postman? Because we couldn't remember the postman's name. Yep. He would just always say, speedy delivery. We remembered the catchphrase. Correct. This response is from Jerry, uh, wrote us and said, David Newell played Mr. McFeely, the delivery man on Mr. Rogers' show. His one favorite catchphrase was, speedy delivery. Now, Trista, I'm going to tell you something that you did not know. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, you did not know it because I did not know it. And if I didn't know it, there's no way that you could have known it. Okay. Right? Yeah. He he, um, interjects a fun fact. Interestingly enough, Fred Rogers' middle name was McFeely. Did you know that? I did not know that. See? How do you spell McFeely? M-C, capital F-E-E-L-Y. That's how I envisioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an interesting name. It is an interesting. I, yes, it is. It sounds like it would be a joke. Yes, like, like get off me, Mister McFeely. McFeely. <laughs> like you would say that to me, like, "Hey, <laughs> Mister McFeely, get over there." <laughs> Marital jokes. <laughs> yeah, but he was a nice guy. Always did good on Mister Rogers' show, and Mister Rogers' neighborhood, anyways. And um, your mother remade a song to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Do you oh, remember how right. that went? The song goes... I don't goes, know that she ever used it. I think so. I think so. Did she use how it? How does the song go in like... It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day... For a neighbor. For a neighbor. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Uh, that's a really... Believe it or not, that is a really weird note drop that he does there that I can never... I can never quite get. It's very interesting. Um, da, 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 and then there's it goes on more. Anyways, um, so your mom has a little Sunday school class at church, and so she made it to. She was uh, doing videos. It's a beautiful yeah. yeah. Back when we were doing videos for the beginning Instead of the of virus in service, right? Yeah. She she got on there and she would say. Uh, well, I don't know if she did it. We don't know if she did it, but uh, she sang the song for us. It's a beautiful day for Sunday school, a beautiful day. What is it? Something, something. Won't to go to church. To go to church, yeah. Anyway, she did a good job. Yes. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And your mom is a good uh, teacher. She's a good the best. Sunday school teacher. The best. She taught you something, something. A little bit. A little something, something. Uh, so we got another email. Got a few. Um, let's see. This one says that this lady's husband has a smoker. Has a smoker, and that's how they did their turkey. Nice. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. And the only reason I'm mentioning this email, because I don't mention all the emails, but the only reason I'm mentioning this email is because they leave a hint, or a, not a hint, a tip. And so if you are into smokers and you want to smoke a turkey, 
Try this little tidbit out. See if it works for you. Um, they've been smoking turkey for the past two years, so you know they probably know what they're talking about. Um, the white meat is so moist, and his smoke ring is on point. Now, I'll just tell you, when I hear the words smoke ring, I get excited. I don't care what it's for. What does that mean? You don't know what a smoke ring is? I don't think so. All right, you know how when we go to Sonny's Barbecue or something, barbecue joint, and you got the meat, and there's that pink line around the outside? Can't say that I do. Yes, you do. On a like on a rib, you got you can open the rib and there's like a pink line. Nope. I don't analyze my food. I guess. I it's, just it's, eat it. When I say pink line, the outside is is it when you like you cut into a steak. All right, usually the center is pink. Okay, but with barbecue, if it was, for instance, if a, a piece of meat was like a steak was barbecued was smoked, the outside would have this pink all the way around it. And then as you go to the center, it would be less pink. And nope. so you're still oh, ringing a bell. I'm, you know it. You know it. Because Yay. you've probably been one of those people at the barbecue restaurant, look at the chicken and be like, is this even cooked? Because it has a pink hue, right? Sunny's barbecue. Sounds good, doesn't it? Oh, my it? goodness. It's so, been so long. So listen, this smoke ring is where it's at. You want a deep smoke ring. So that pink on the outside of the meat is how far the smoke has penetrated the meat. If it's on the outside, then how do you know? When you cut open a piece of meat and you look at the side of profile, right? It goes a certain depth. It goes a certain depth. Yeah, you look in the meat. So also like, well, anyways. Okay. So. uh, I'll have to pay attention next time. She says the smoke ring is on point. And so a good smoke ring is, 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 I agree with her. It's where it's at. Now, here's your, here's your tip, y'all. Here's your tip. Uh, he smokes his turkey with the breast down. Okay. Okay. Which keeps the white meat moist. So if you're going to smoke a turkey, breast down. Okay. Okay. I'll remember that. Do that. We don't have a smoker. Don't plan on getting a smoker, but I do love smoked meat. I like smoke rings so much. I wish they could put it on macaroni. Have you ever had smoked macaroni and cheese? Can't say that I have. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Your mom's not gonna like the word. So stinking good. No, I'm just kidding. So good. Where have you had smoked macaroni? Well, it's actually cooked macaroni. They cook it, but then they put it in the smoker. Where have you had this though? Oh, barbecue joint. I don't know what the name. I probably um different barbecue joints do it, but so I don't remember which one it was at, but I'll tell you one that probably does it. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. City Barbecue. City Barbecue. They make some good barbecue. Now, we're talking not mom and pop. We're talking kind of chainish, like Sonny's. But City Barbecue is no joke. You know, serving on a paper kind of place. Good now stuff. I'm hungry. So hungry. I wasn't hungry until now. Barbecue sounds so good right now. It really does. Um, so thank you for getting us hungry. <laughs> Amber, appreciate that. And thank you for those emails. Uh, if you ever want to email us a tidbit, a question, a factoid, a suggestion, a uh, a complaint, we get those sometimes, you can email us at? Explicitly yes at gmail.com. You fell asleep over there thinking about smoke rings. I was reading my, uh, my notes over here. Listen, you <laughs> don't know how much you 
love smoke rings. So you don't know. When you know what they are and then you taste that meat, you're going to be like, oh, I do love smoke rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what, what it was or what it was called, I guess. When we get off here, because I don't have my phone nearby, when we get off here, I'm all right, just give me your phone. People can wait a second. Give me your phone. I need it for my notes. I know. I'm just going to type it in real quick. Y'all stand. But you're going to Google, and I've got my notes there that oh, I need. All right, never mind. We'll look it up later. Y'all, if you don't know what a smoke ring is, go look it up. They'll Just figure it out. Go look it up. It's wonderful. And if, you, and if you're having barbecue, if you're at a barbecue place and the place says they smoke their meat and you don't see a smoke ring. Liars. Get liars. Liars and the father of it. Get your money back and walk out and go over to Sonny's Barbecue. Good place. Good. Sweet. Sweet sauce. Sweet sauce. Definitely sweet. Sweet's where it's at. And then you just take that and put it all over the French fries. Oh yeah, over the over sweet the sweet potato is where it's at. Over the toast, over the toast. Oh, Pulled the toast. pork on stop top of the toast. Stop. We got to stop with a sweet Ooh, potato, loaded sweet potato, stop. and some sweet tea. This is not going well at all. <laughs> we are starving right now. And just so you know, we oftentimes record our podcast late at night, so it's not a good time to be hungry. Slap happy. And not a healthy hungry. time to be happy. <laughs> Man. All right. Hey, let me get, I don't have the notes at all. Hit those words, babe. I I almost didn't call you babe. I'm like, oh, we're on a podcast. I can't call you such a explicit word like babe. <laughs> Keep it G. Keep it's explicitly it G. us, babe. Um. All right, go okay. ahead. Hit us with your so bad I'm self. calling this our winter words finale. Please let it <laughs> be a finale. Gonna, we're gonna, Please. We're gonna move on after this. Good. But I really I found some good ones. You have you you haven't used a single word since we started. No, I'm stockpiling. You haven't used, you haven't used any. I'm stockpiling. For what? For Next when year? I'm for when I'm in winter you weather. Can't, you can't <laughs> remember filing for when I'm in you winter weather. All right. I don't need what? to use any of these right now. I'm done. <laughs> you can't remember any of these words. Shh, stop being mean. I'm not being right, I'm being They're mean. all up here. I'll go Sorry. back and and review them later. I have been kind of mean at you lately, haven't I? <laughs> it's all right. Kind of snippy. Okay, so I've got three final words that I I find very interesting. Some of them I'm going to straight up read what I found because it's so much information. Mm -hmm. But the first one here is called, I had to look up this pronunciation because I would not have pronounced it this way. It looks like fern, F-I-R-N, mm -hmm. but you actually pronounce it fern, like the I-R says ear, mm -hmm. so fern. Fern. And this. That's a, that's a southern word too. That's a southern fearing. word. Yeah. <laughs> You've been fearing me for your whole your whole life. You've been fearing me. Yeah, that would be southern. But this fearing means when years and years of snowpack accumulate in an area, that buildup is called fearing. Then when fearing becomes dense enough, it's considered to be ice. And... <laughs> It actually has its own measurement, Fearn does. So once it reaches a density of 550, I guess that's kilograms yes, per meter cubed, and 
830 kilograms per meter cubed. Um, that's when it's considered fearing. Mm-hmm. And to put that in perspective, fresh fallen snow is around 50 to 70 kilograms per meter cubed. Wow. So it's going to be super packed. Wow. It's been there a while. Dense it's been there a while. And turning into ice. Well, that's a good one. Thank I thought you. that was an interesting word I'd never mm-hmm. heard before, which I guess I've never lived anywhere where there's... Fearing. Fearing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to fearing, so I never had to use that word before. Right. right. But some places, they probably know that word very well. Yeah. Okay. Now, moving on to word number two. I got to open my phone up here. Okay. This word is albedo. Hmm. And I looked it up, and it is pronounced just like it looks there. And this is not just the Italian friend down the street. Albedo. Albedo. But I'm going to read all of this because I find it very scientific. And I'm going to Albedo's house. No. All right. No. Okay. Albedo. The fraction of the sun's radiation reflected from the Earth's surface is known as the albedo, from the Latin albus, or whiteness. This is particularly relevant during winter snowfalls, since fresh, clean snow has an albedo of up to 0.7 to 8 to 0.85, meaning up to 85% of the radiation from the sun, including the radiant heat, (laughs) is reflected back into the atmosphere. This can create local cooling effects after a new snowfall, even on a very bright sunny day. And then it goes on and on. On and, <laughs> and on. on and on. There's a reason we don't use that word so, anymore. So I don't really know like who would use this word or really why. But I, I'll be honest. I am not bored at all by you. But that reading was straight up. Put you to sleep. Put me to sleep. Yes. So I don't know if anyone can can say that they've heard this word before or used it. Let me know because albedo. It reminds me of, no, that's a completely different word. Completely different word. You, you know the word I'm thinking of. All right, moving on. Okay, moving on. Um, the final word in our winter word finale is gloriol. 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 Okay. I'm going to read some of this one as well. It's very interesting. Okay. Also known as a halo or ice bow, this optical phenomenon causes a bright circle or rainbow around the sun or moon, 22 degrees away from the center of the object. Very precise. 22. 22 degrees. Which 22 and a half is half of 45 degrees. To differentiate (laughs) between a gloriole and the related corona, Mm -hmm. not the virus, Mm -hmm. phenomenon, Caused by water droplets. (laughs) None of that. Which is caused by water droplets um, and much closer to the sun or moon. If you put your palm over the sun, this part I don't really understand. If you put your palm over the sun and extend extend your fingers, they should reach about 20 degrees from the center. So this is going to tell you if it's a corona 
or a gloriole, I guess. How are you going to be looking up at the sun trying to figure out? <laughs> well, you put if, your hand, you put your palm over the sun, and then go look at the sun, and then you figure out how many degrees, and then you know what you're looking at, and then you turn around and walk into a fence post because you can't see it. So the difference is the corona, it's water droplets that make that effect. Okay, and with the gloriole, it's ice crystals that make that effect. Okay, so. Very interesting. Very so. scientific, right? Oh yes, very much so. Very yes. much so. Did yeah. nothing. It did nothing for me. That's, I'll, I'll that's be honest. all I got. I won't use those. I guess I won't Probably use them. Probably not. But good job. Way to put in the work to Thank find those you. words for us. You learn something new every day. Yes, you do. I don't. You do. I like to, though. I really do. I'm just joking, giving you a hard time. But there's people out there that are going to enjoy those words I'm just sure. as much as you. I'm sure they there were will so be excited. somebody out there who appreciates it. <laughs> they will be so excited to hear about the Gloriole. <laughs> Anyways, so we are done with uh, our kids' Christmas already. It's Monday before yes. Christmas, and our kids' Christmas from us are done because we're doing some traveling around the holidays. We'll be at... Your parents' house, my parents' house, yep. and uh, you know we're gonna wear body suits the whole time, right? Yep. Um, those it's plastic. Be cold. No, like oh. the plastic virus <laughs> body suits, <laughs> like an ET or whatever. Oh we're, yeah. We're gonna wear those everywhere we go. Yeah. Uh, because that'll help with the virus and the cold, probably. Yeah. Good yeah. protection. Yeah. All, all the around. virus that sticks to the outside of that thing won't get on anybody. Nah. 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 Um. So the kids are done with their gifts. How do you feel about this is new for our family. For those of you that haven't been with us for the other podcast, we're going to save you from having to go back and listen to the past podcast and just tell you that we did 12 days of Christmas, giving the kids a gift every day for 12 days. Um, And we're going to give you an example of some of those gifts. But uh, we had a good time with it. And I was super impressed by you um, and your thoughtfulness into all the gifts um, and in, even into my gifts. So that was very Which nice. We're still waiting on two to arrive in the mail. Eh. So eh. maybe next year you'll get those. It'll, it'll just be for my birthday. <laughs> there we go. You got the 10 days of Christmas. Yeah. So go ahead and, um, tell people about what you, what, what's your review of the 12 days of Christmas? If, if families wanted to do it, what did you learn? What did you figure out? I really liked it for this particular scenario that we have for this year. I don't know that I would want to do it like on a normal year where we were going to be here for Christmas and wake up in our house on Christmas Day, you know, because then it might be like, well, there's no presents for Christmas or there's only one present. But I think it worked for what we're doing because they're going to have other gifts to open you know, on Christmas day, on Christmas day. And I think the kids at different points all told me that they were enjoying it. They liked the fact that they were able to open up gifts early before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, I did have one negative where I think it was clay said he prefers opening all of his gifts at once Mm -hmm. than stretching it out. Which is understandable as well. And the anticipation is so excited. So exciting. Yes. And they often, I mean, they could kind of tell the way things were wrapped. What um, it was. Like, because they were like, 
we want to open our books tonight. Like yeah. they knew that they were all getting books they never because of the, the packages. Underwear. The underwear was like last night, but they never picked yeah. that. So, and I will say we got to the end and like technically tomorrow was supposed to be day 12. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of our homeschool party yesterday, they didn't open one of their gifts from us, which left two today. And so I was kind of like at the last minute saying, kids, would you like to just open all three of the last gifts mm-hmm. this morning? Mm-hmm. And they were all happy about that. They were just ready to open up the rest of them and know what they had received. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of at the beginning, it they really enjoyed, we get a, you know, we get a gift early every mm-hmm. night, you know, but then towards the end, it was more like, Let's get this done and open everything. Yeah, so we actually did 11 days of Christmas. So uh, the kind of... Well, we did the one day early. We actually did the 12 days of Christmas Eve gift. That's true. So we got all 12 days in. So kind of gifts. Uh, Books, a lot of books. Um, We ended up having like three days of books, um, three days of clothing, three days uh, where they had like family gifts so there were board several games. family gifts that they we could got some open good up. board games all right so the board games we got were Catan, great game we i already don't know. went through this last week yeah was the this we have a hundred thousand new listeners this week oh, though. really yeah okay. so Catan, and then the other two pay dirt pay dirt and spy spy alley alley yeah. all right good games so and then you bought me cover your kingdom which is a Grandpa Beck game. Oh, yeah. We just, we haven't tried that one out yet. No, but it's going to be good. All right. So we had a good time. You, you bought me cologne. Thank you for that. Books. You're welcome. That was awesome. Do I stink or something? You no. needed some cologne. No, I like cologne. <laughs> just joking. I like cologne a lot. Um, uh, no clothing, no? No, I bought the patches. Yeah. Yeah, I have a green. A pen. Not a green. I have a jean jacket. That I'm putting patches on. So she gave me some patches. And then a pen. A really nice pen. Oh, the other game. (laughs) What other game? Oh, yeah. That's funny. Another game called Top Gun. Uh, And then I bought you some things. Uh, I bought you a puzzle. Which I finished last night. I saw that. It was really nice. It only took me like a week. What is the puzzle? All by myself. It is um, various... Children's books, so like the covers of I like give know, us three, God, 10, three your favorite 20. right there that you think of. Favorite? I'm trying to just think just of. your three that are on there that you you grew up with. Um. Well, there was Corduroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curious George. Mm-hmm. Uh. Pippi Longstocking. Pippi Longstocking was on there. So Peter all Pan. Yeah, all these original children's books. They were all like uh, collage, and that yes. was the puzzle. So it was like easy because you could find a piece and know exactly where it went, mm-hmm. but it was still like a thousand pieces. So yeah. it still took a long time to not put it all quality, together. Not the best quality, but no, but you, not horrible. You, you usually do a puzzle once and then you put it on the shelf for yeah. a long time. Take it out in a couple years. Yeah, but we did. We you did that, and uh, uh, that was nice. We always have a Christmas puzzle that we do, so that was nice that you were able to get it done. And um, then I got you some personal things that we won't talk about here, but some personal things and. Items. Uh, <laughs> Just say it with that voice. That was kind of creepy. Items. 
Um, so yeah, that was awesome. We had a good uh, 12 days of Christmas. So that made me think of something. I said something at the beginning. Um, favorite Christmas gifts. Well, I got an orange. I mean, that's got to be top five for me. Yeah, I have it over here too. Um, my wife was showing me the time. She doing, She's getting tired of these long podcasts. I'm done with this. No, she's not. Um, so favorite, I want to know. I got a question for you that I didn't tell you I was going to ask you. So you got to think. I don't have favorites of anything. Just you think. know that by now. I actually might have asked you this question, but I don't remember. Your favorite or a favorite, a favorite, not your favorite, because I know it's going to be hard to get one, a favorite Christmas memory. I know. It totally just came to me while you were asking the question. Okay. I don't know why I didn't remember this. Tell me about it. One Christmas. Um, nine, would have been nine years ago? You... You had me open up a duffel bag mm-hmm. full of cash. Mm-hmm. That was Christmas. That was fun. A duffel bag full of Kazash. cash. Yeah, that was fun. Took me a year to save it up. And it was for plane Va- tickets. Plane tickets. A trip. Vacation. That we were going to take in mm-hmm. the summer. Mm-hmm. Why did I not remember that until now? Because that was like a super awesome surprise Christmas present. It was not that great. <laughs> that was crazy. That was a good one. And I thought you had robbed a bank. Right. That was a lot of cash. Yeah, it was fun. That was a lot of cash. It really wasn't, guys. I think it was like 1200 and I went into the bank and got all ones. That's a lot of money in a bag, though. Yeah. But I when you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and the save up because because you do our family books, you know, yeah. to save up for that much money, I had to without me knowing deceive you. That's crazy. For a whole year, I had to if I if I put in enough hours and overtime, I would go by the bank one bank because the banks are weird; they won't let you cash your check and then deposit it. So I would go to one bank and cash it, and then on, on the way home close to work. And then when I got closer to home, I'd go to that bank branch and deposit cash and keep out $50, $20, whatever I could. And I would save it for the whole year. And uh, then I'd do something fun with it. So I bought you a new duffel bag, which we needed a little piece of uh, luggage anyways. So I bought that. And then I had to sit in the bedroom for quite a long while and take each dollar bill and crumple it up so it wouldn't lay flat in the bottom of the bag. And it would kind of fill it up like a pillow. And that was fun. That was a good memory. That's crazy. Yeah. You want to hear? It mine? just came to me for some reason. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you appreciated that because that took a lot of uh, planning. So here's mine. Okay. Because this is the week of Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to tell you something very personal. And I, I, I probably have shared this with you as my wife. But I'm going to share it with you, and and hopefully everybody else will. Um, find it warm as I found it. Here we are a couple days away from Christmas and as much as I love gifts and love getting gifts, we know that's not the reason for Christmas, right? He is the reason for the season. He was the gift. Amen. And so then, and I'll be honest, that's not really where I'm going. Um, But whereas we 
use gifts a lot around Christmas time, we know that um, that's not the reason for it. But sometimes it's not really, you don't really see that. Um, but I grew up in a family of eight kids. There was eight of us. And dad, a mom obviously had to spend all her time at home because we would have killed each other <laughs> and died. She would have come home and there would have been blood spatters all over the walls. And Aaron would have been in the other room, like is sitting in the corner rocking with a knife in his hand. Um, so uh, mom, mom, you know, couldn't work for a long time uh, until we got older and was able to stay home by herself. And then she would go and, and work. Um, but during these early years, she didn't. And dad would work two, three jobs. He was a pastor. And then he'd work another job. And sometimes he'd work a third job. And he put in a lot of hours. Well, mom would always plan for the entire year gifts. Now, she does the same thing that you did if clothes were needed anytime within, you know, a month, two months from Christmas, it gets saved, you know. And she would make sure we got some other school supplies and things like that. But I remember this one year when Christmas time was coming up and mom was just sad. It was just, she was sad. Because it had not been a good year, and the finances were down, and uh, we were getting by. You know, you got a large family, sometimes you're just getting by. And we were just getting by. And she had nothing. She had nothing for eight children. I don't know if my oldest brother was out of the house by then. He might have been out of the house by then. But she had nothing for her seven, eight children. And this is maybe a week before Christmas. And somehow, she was able to scrape together a couple hundred dollars for that many kids. I don't know. Maybe it was a hundred dollars. We'll have to ask her in a couple of days. She was able to scrape together some money. And she went down to the dollar store. And she spent all that money on all kinds of little trinkets and gifts and which, whatchamacallits, and everything, and candy, and all kinds of little frills. She brought all that home. She wrapped it. It was the cheapest Christmas we ever, re- we, we were never received big things at Christmas. It was always a book, and clothing, and, you know, practical things, practically budgeted things that would also be good for us. Um, we didn't get the big game systems growing up or, you know, the big televisions or any, you know, the bicycle. We got bicycles on our birthday, usually something like that. But we didn't always get a lot of big things, just practical things. We always had good Christmases. And then this year, you know, uh, she just did what she could and got us just a few things at the dollar store. As many, I mean, she just piled us up with as many things as she could and then brought that home, wrapped it wrapped them all the week of Christmas and very last minute, put them under the tree. Um, and we woke up Christmas morning, opened those gifts, and there was a spirit in the family. We, we were very young. We were, we were kids. And we had some very young kids, like our kids' age, like the girls. I have four sisters under me. I'm the fifth oldest. The girls were, were quite young. And I don't remember what year this was. I'll have to ask the kids about this. But everybody sensed how special this Christmas was. Everybody knew. 
and nobody said a single thing about how discouraged or sad they were that they didn't get something. Because we're kids, we have our list. Nobody said anything to us. Mom didn't say, hey, this is the best we could do. Uh, An older sibling didn't say, hey, this is what's going on. We all just somehow knew. And mom, well, she was very sad. And we opened those gifts and loved it. And I'm not saying we just played. We were so appreciative for every one of the gifts. And we, we said they were the greatest gifts. And we loved them and had such a great time. And I now, I'm, I'm responding to this the way I felt at the time. And maybe my siblings would remember it differently. But I remember not one single grumble or complaint, just gratefulness and just a knowing spirit that Christmas was just special this year. It was just a good Christmas. And it was. And I, I said, say, that's probably my favorite Christmas memory when we're talking about around the Christmas tree. Probably my favorite Christmas. Meant so much, you know. And so, hey, Mom, if you're listening, thank you for that wonderful memory. And uh, it's done something for my character and made me appreciate a lot of things in life. So thank you so much. And, uh, hey, did I ever tell you that story before, Trista? I don't remember it, no. Yeah. Just amazing, amazing, and that's what parents are for, man. They uh, they sacrifice and because they love you, you know. But um, they they do what they can sometimes. It was awesome. Well, Trista, that's all we have today. Now I got to go find something to eat. I know. Let's go find something with a smoke ring. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Next time we hear from you or you hear from us, it's going to be after Christmas. So So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I got nothing for the fans. Love you guys. And thank you for everything. Thank you for a wonderful start to this podcast. We're going to be seeing you one more time before the new year. So stick with us. All right. Talk to you later. Love you, babe. Love you. Thank you for joining us on the Explicitly Us podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You'll be the first to listen to our show when it's released every Monday. See you next time on Explicitly Us.